Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Spencer. And today we're talking about uh, the Oceans film trilogy. How do you, yes. right off the bat, how do you, how do you re- re- uh, refer to this series? Um, yeah, it's tough. Um, it, it, you know, there was the original film. Um, yeah. Back in the day with Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, the Rat Pack, basically, uh-huh. Sammy Davis Jr. Right. Um, and they shot that film, like, around their Vegas shows, um, mm. you know, that they would do. And they'd, they would yeah, do yeah. their shows at night, shoot the film in the morning. Um, so there's that film. Then so there's sick. the three of, like, the Pitt Clooney era. Right, right. And then now we have that spinoff kind of sequel to uh, the the... the the trilogy with with uh, Clooney and Brad Pitt, Ocean's Eight, uh-huh. um, which I think yeah. is a great film too. Um, we, so we won't be talking about the original Ocean's Eleven movie and Ocean's Eight today. Um, no, just but, the middle. Chunk. Yeah, yeah, I guess the middle. <laughs> I, I do refer yeah, to it as a trilogy though, but I guess yeah, adding in Ocean's Eight would be great because I think that movie is really good and it kind of fits in the same world as 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 they're in as is well. Is it in the same? So. Like, yeah, it's, like... in this, it's in the exact same kind of timeline. And, and because because Sandra Bullock's character is, uh, you know, the sister of Danny Ocean. So Really? Yes, that's why it's Ocean's what? 8. Have you not seen oh, it? Oh, yeah, it's the same <laughs> name even. No. <laughs> um, Got it. Sorry, Sandra. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I just call it the the Oceans movies. Yeah, eleven, I twelve, and thirteen. Saying, yeah. Oh, the Oceans movies. You know, like Oceans eleven, and there's like twelve and thirteen too. Yeah. I think that's exactly that's sort yeah. of the long version of how I say that. Um, okay. But okay. that's what we're talking about. That's what that's we're, talking, what we're about. talking about. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I do think Oceans eight is pretty good. Um, like I said, and I think maybe we'll talk about it at, at some point um, during the lifespan. Yeah, we'll of this, get there. Of this podcast or even this episode, um, but. That first Oceans movie is the original one with Frank Sinatra is not uh-huh. good. Um, oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, it's terrible. Uh, it is because really, they really bad. It, it hung over after all their shows. <laughs> right. Um, and this is not just like me. Oh, I hate classic film. Like, this isn't even a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a bad movie. And it has okay. really, really awesome stars in it. Like I said, Sinatra, Martin, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. is in it. You know, these are the big names. But and and uh it, it, yeah i i don't want to say too much on it because i kind of want to just really get into these uh three movies yeah, yeah, that we're yeah. kind of talking about but it's not very good um for the time cesar romero's in it too who played joker um in the 66 oh, cool. batman with with adam west um so yeah <laughs> um the, the the plot for it the 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 whole the plan that they do that the, the heist is just messy and it's like a sad ending because they don't actually pull it off it's really really weird oh. it's and it's yeah so it's not good um if you want to watch something hilarious take a look at it maybe but it's yeah. <laughs> it's not very good um and obviously you and i we don't mind older films we kind of like them we, i even yeah. like classics yeah. but that uh-huh. movie is not good um it's not the one it's not That's the not one good. it's not one of those like oh you gotta watch it you know classic movies yeah and, i was kind of curious mm-hmm. i, I kind of meant to do a little bit of um a little bit of background on that or like eight um but yeah i did not but but that's not you know nice. it's neither here nor there because we're talking about you know the oceans movies o- oceans yes. 11 12 13 yes yeah nice um so 
obviously, I, I was really excited for this episode. Um, yeah. Because Ocean's Eleven, 2001, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Dude, very Matt good. Damon, yeah. Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia. It is my favorite movie ever. Elliot Gould. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Elliot Gould. So it good. Is my, it's my favorite movie ever. Um, top, top number one. Top number one for favorite. I don't think it's like, you know, the best movie ever made. It wouldn't it wouldn't make my top ten best movies. Um, but it is my favorite movie. I can watch it at any okay. time. I can start it in the middle, whatever time code, and enjoy the movie yep. and completely understand it. Um, I definitely went through like a watching it almost every week phase when I was a lot younger. Really? Because I just enjoy the heck out of it so much. Because it's really a fun ride throughout, you know, and it's it's exciting. Yeah, there's, it's very there's, good. There's comedy and appropriate comedy too, so it's not. Yeah, it's like it's good. not too slapstick, jokey or anything. It's it's yeah. there's a little bit of action. There's there's romance. There's drama. It's it's and it's cool. This movie is really it's cool. very yeah, tasteful, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. It's a good movie. It's a good series. Um, so I feel like uh, my overall, you know kind of where i'm at so i watched these movies when i was when netflix was still in the mail i think wow um, nice okay yeah way back when you know what's funny too i i bet i i no i don't think maybe i've not brought this up but oh i'm wearing my x-files shirt right now as i say this okay this nice one yeah. do you see this i do see it yeah the street yeah it's pretty sick right do you see the shadow the silhouette of the man like stretched out through yes. the road awesome okay very cool very cool shirt this one's from 94 this one's straight up from season one I think it was dead stock. I think I'm the first real owner of it. I'm oh, nice. stoked on it. It's from free parking. <laughs> Go to free parking so I can pay my rent. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I watched all of, uh, X files from, from Netflix in the mail when I was in eighth grade. So they were still doing that till, till kind of, I, I wasn't in eighth grade recently, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was like yesterday before, or something. But but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a couple of years ago. No, yeah. but um, anyway, yeah. So I saw these maybe when I was like 12, 13, 14. Um, and I, I remember really liking them. I've definitely revisited them a couple times. And I remember kind of my general consensus was I liked 11 a lot. And then I liked 12 and 13 less. And in yeah. my memory, I liked 13 more than 12. Yeah. Um, this, this series was also where I realized for the first time that there was some substance to when people say that the sequel is never as good as the original. Right. Um, right. And cause like my, what I always say when I, when I talk about this is like Harry Potter two cooler than Harry Potter one. Really? You know, like I disagree, but yeah, really? Maybe at <laughs> yeah. this point I disagree, but as a kid, you're like stoked for the next, right. One. Right. Of you course, know, Lord of the, of course. Lord of yeah. the Rings, two towers, cooler than the fellowship uh empire strikes back cooler than a new hope that one that one holds up regardless of your opinion but um i don't know i kind of like a new hope better <laughs> no way really yeah i like a new hope better than empire strikes back but empire strikes no, back no, no. Is, is number two um it's the bet no that's the number one it's the best one <laughs> that's fine we'll, we'll cover that on this the is star a preview episode. for the star wars show that eventually <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do yeah. and it's just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> just uh, off to a rough start dude yeah um, we already know what's, what's gonna happen oh all right, we go on. Go anyway, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and and we'll we'll dive. We'll, we're we're gonna get more into just you know generally yeah. though. To uh, watching this time around, I think I like twelve almost just as much as the first. Wow. Okay. Or the same. Um, okay. And I wasn't huge on thirteen, and I, I maybe I'll I think I'll expand on that once we once we okay, get a little please, closer yeah. to that. But yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I liked 12 a lot more than I remembered. And 11 is obviously, you know, it's the original. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, since I've seen 11 so much for, for getting ready for this episode, I, I, instead of watching the movie itself, Uh I watched not one, but two DVD commentaries. Um, so cool. Movie nerd. I am. Um, one was with, uh, writer, uh, and director. Uh And the cool. other with a few cast members. So Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, oh, and nice. Andy Garcia did one. And so um, the first one I did watch Who was... Andy was Garcia? Andy Garcia plays Terry Benedict. Okay. Yeah, the the, the hotel owner gotcha. in, in mm-hmm. uh, 11, right? So, yeah, so I yeah. watched the... The, uh, the first one I watched was the director one because I wanted to really kind of get a sense of what, sure. what he's done. And this is Steven Soderbergh. He's an excellent filmmaker, one of my favorites. Um, he also DP'd uh, 11. Did you know that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So um, cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ted Griffin was the, the screenwriter. Um, okay. So he, he kind of joined in to, to give, you know, light on what the scenes were originally or how they had to rewrite sure, it. And sure. what's really interesting, cool. too, is that when I watched the actor one, they said that he was on set, which is kind of unusual in these mm. bigger movies because, yeah. you know, usually the script is 100% complete and they kind of just go with it. But since, yeah, you know, yeah. if they're coming up with changes and you have a writer there to give advice yeah. on changes that you want for dialogue or positioning or whatever, cool, cool, cool. Um, it was good to have him as a consultant right there, too. So I thought that was really interesting. So that's what I did for 11. Right. Uh, 12 and 13, I watched the movies again. Uh-huh. Um, 12, I was always never really hot on 12. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought that it tried to, and this is a common thing for sequels, they tried to do what mm-hmm. the... You know, it tried to do what Ocean's Eleven did times two, and it kind of fell with the comedy. The comedy was mm-hmm. not, it was kind of flat on some points, I think. Okay. Um, the heists were not that cool, uh, especially in compared to the other two films. Um, but, you know, the, act, the acting is yeah. the acting, right? They're, they're, they're stars. Mm-hmm. They're, they're great. They also have, like, right. a few of them got really weird shaved head haircuts for this movie. Dude, I noticed that in the so in, weird. In 12, right? Yeah, in 12. They, it, it's funny because I've been I've I've been I've been really up on a on a buzz cut thing the past couple of days. I think I'm gonna go okay. for it. But You're do it. watching yeah. <laughs> watching watching two I watching twelve. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Nice. Yeah, because um, Brad Pitt starts out with like a weird little mullet thing too. Yeah. In the yeah. Intro. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's because like they give it's a it, different they, time. Yeah. It's time kind of passes on and then he has a shaved head. yeah to show that time dude there's just just one quick side note i we're really we're really gonna dive into these but uh i almost brought this up recently on another episode but there's this john mulaney bit and it's one of my favorites and like so <laughs> there's one of his, there's one of his specials where he has a joke about um getting uh what's it called a, like a colonoscopy yes um <laughs> I just held held up a finger on like on, finger on Discord to, to 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 confirm that's what I mean, um, but uh, yeah. So then there's kind of a joke about a colonoscopy in the middle of the special, and then I think uh, he his closer is to like mention going back to that um, uh, same doctor's office, and uh, it's so it's gonna it's not funny at all how I'm explaining this, but then he he says he sees like the male nurse. Um, who uh, like helped him out in the first in the, in the beginning of the joke uh, and then he, but now this time he's wearing glasses to show that time has passed 
and then that's at the closing. It's you, you should listen to the special because okay. he does it really great. But <laughs> <laughs> just stone faced, just okay. I was um, well, I'm, I was trying to keep track of everything that you were saying. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a there's a, a man who's like a nurse in the in the first joke, and then he goes to the doctor again in the last joke, and then he says he sees him again, but this time he's wearing glasses to show so that the time time has passed. Time has passed. Very, Got it. Yeah. So in this like case, as if it's, it's a movie or something. This case, it's shaved head for Brad Pitt. Shaved head, yes. yes. There we go. That's which is, is weird That's because last episode, Fury, we talked about his luscious hair and yeah. how that was like so great. Yeah. And this one is just weird. He just shaved his yeah. head. <laughs> what were we talking about on the last one with with Brad Fury, Pitt? Yeah, Fury with the, the oh oh the yeah yeah back hair. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh yeah, lots of pit talk, dude. <laughs> dude, he's been all over the place with the hair stuff. I was also I watching know. Fight Club uh, yeah. last week, and he does the buzz cut in that one too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like halfway through the movie. Yeah, so yeah. you don't see that often that somebody gets a haircut during a movie. Right, right uh, yeah. But now it's happened in two two Brad Pitt movies I've watched yeah. in the past two weeks. So anyway. Yeah, so that's um, so, that was my thing on twelve. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. so thirteen I watched again. Thirteen I've always liked. Um again, yeah. nothing can match Ocean's Eleven, two thousand one, because it is yeah, so yeah. great. But I think Ocean's thirteen. So each of the films actually had a different writer. Thirteen actually had two writers. Okay. Um, so they, you know, they all kind of, but I feel like thirteen really kind of went back to the roots of eleven with the comedy was was there, um, the mm-hmm. drama was there too. Obviously, they went back to Las right. Vegas because in twelve they're in Europe. Um, so I think that maybe yeah. took a little bit of the magic out of it as well because Las Vegas is so iconic. But I, I don't discredit twelve from going away from Las Vegas because it's kind of like sequel syndrome. You're just going to do the same thing over and over again as like the first movie. Right, right. So it's yes. a bold move. So I'm not gonna, you know, I don't knock them for that, but I think the magic is somewhat lost. Uh-huh. Um, but but in thirteen, they're they're back in Vegas, and Al Pacino is in this movie, which I think is he's he's pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah. my Al Pacino impression. That. Oh, dude, I thought Al Pacino Sometimes. was here. Sorry, I was yeah, I mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I good. don't want to. You know blow my mic with it or whatever usually i go a little heavier but um, (laughs) yeah you can you can say you can tell what's there Um, yeah yeah so but yeah i mean 13 i I always enjoyed because um again they're really cool in this one and the the, right the the comedy is back to to form um everything is kind of it resets in a way um there there's a you know you gotta with these movies all all of these movies and even the director admits to this you gotta kind of suspend your disbelief um, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of it they for had sure. to it's hard to say fake but they kind of had to make up to fit the world of oceans sure. right um, and so actually you know when you're watching these movies obviously they're thieves so you're they're technically bad guys um, but when I was yes. watching the Oceans 11 commentary Matt Damon brought up a good point that one of the taglines for, for the Oceans or 11 and I guess eventually it kind of became the entire uh, like film series, the the one of the taglines mm-hmm. was, you know, in any other city they'd be the bad guys, but it's Vegas. Gotcha. Vegas takes your money. Yeah. You know, they're they're nice. they're there to s- technically steal from you. You know, you give up your yeah, money. Yeah, I do not have willingly. any any so. sympathy for uh, for for Terry Benedict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at all, or even even Al Pacino's character. Man, he's he's the yeah. worst. Um, uh huh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so dude, I think that's a such cool a such a cool message though. Like in any other city, they would be the villains, but in this city, right. where and you know this is why a lot of Americans probably connected with this. You know where you've uh-huh. lost so much. Now you want to see them yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah. You want to see the casinos. Uh-huh. You want to see the hotels lose. You know because yeah. you've lost so much in right. them too. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I think this 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 trilogy is, is overall good. I think I, you know I put eleven up top and thirteen at number two and twelve um, at, at number three. 
Um, in my old setup, yeah. Yeah, and and but 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 overall, I think it's still you know even with twelve in there, it's still enjoyable. Even even though the writers yeah. change throughout the the series, you can still kind of have that familiar oceans feel to it. Obviously, Sod- yeah. Soderbergh did all three movies, so that that's kind of you know that right. stayed the same as well. So there's some glue, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like um, like to start to start with eleven. You know, again, obviously, yeah, dive into original dive first into one. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, really, like, just awesome setup. Just the way, you know, the whole recruiting the dudes and just, yeah. you know, getting the whole team together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not a it's not a typical montage, too, because they are establishing no. the characters as they do this montage. Yeah. It's not just, right. oh, it's pick a, them it's up. It's a lot. It's, it's like, oh, yeah. wink across the room, you're in, you know, kind of thing. They uh-huh. take time to establish. You son of a each bitch, character. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in, baby. You see baby. that, you see that, um, uh, <laughs> um, that Rick and Morty yeah. episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Especially but, with uh, Saul, Saul's character. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who uh, Carl Reiner, who apparently was just okay. you know telling the greatest stories on set too, and everyone would just oh, listen I the bet, whole time. Dude. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's like one he's of those dudes. Right, because you said that's it, he's awesome. the he's the old timer. He's the guy that's been in this game for a long, long time, and he's out. You know, yeah. he has an enjoyable uh-huh. life. But right, one one whiff of hey, you want to you know pull off a job in Vegas for uh-huh. 150 million dollars? He's in. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh-huh. so I think sure. yeah, they 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 take time to invest in these characters, and there's 11, right? And well, 12, you know, if if you count Terry Benedict as well as as a character, but like sure, for the sure, core sure. 11, you got to kind of really go in, yeah. and 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 take apart these characters. They and, do a and good really job of it. that too. You know, yeah. it's almost a similar type of thing that uh, I. I kind of think this does better in my opinion or a little cleaner, a little bit more efficiently. Um, it, you know, that one is similar where it's okay. There's this group of friends yeah. and then it shows like, you know, each of the kids or each of them as an adult and then remembering the thing as a kid. And it really like one by one goes through them, but it's mm-hmm. like, it feels like it takes the whole movie like to do that. And it's like, mm-hmm it's good to develop the character. I'm sure it worked a different way in the book, uh, whatever it's done, you know, well, you, you under, you end up understanding a lot about the yeah. characters, but it feels like it kind of drags on. And it's almost weird where I feel like oceans 11 kind of does it in a way where it kind of also takes the whole movie. It feels like the right. entire movie is like, it's just like you're having it explained to you kind of the whole time. It's like, there's like a weird structure to it. I feel like, but yeah, it, it does in my opinion, a little bit of a cleaner job of getting you into it where mm-hmm. you're not so in your head like, all right, well, when's the next, when's the stuff going to start happening? Yes. When's the setup going to end? When's the stuff uh-huh. going to start happening? And a lot where of that has to like, do with, oh, sorry, uh, continue your thought. Go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. Um, like even, even through the heist is like at one point, somewhere in the middle, they start explaining how they'll do the heist. Yeah. And it's almost seamless like, where you're like, oh, is this their imagination of it? Is this right, the practice right, right. of it? Or is this it actually happening? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they pulled that off really... a few times throughout yeah. the movie. Like, they yeah, fake yeah. you out and to think the heist is starting right. or, you know, something else totally. is going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's great. I call that, uh, I call that, like, I'm, I I will typically refer to that as, like, a back to the futuring. Where okay, it's nice, like, nice. you end up seeing kind of, like, oh, that's what was happening when that mm-hmm. thing was going, like, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of uh-huh, like uh-huh. where it plays it back or somebody explains it after the fact and then you see yeah. how it really happened or whatever. And I think 
this one does a really cool job of that. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think it does that a little bit more than 12 and 13 do. But they yes, do it a little yes, bit I too. agree as well. Yeah I, yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with rhythm because that was one of the things that the screenwriter yeah. uh, and, and the director talked about in that commentary is, is rhythm, you know, because there were scenes that are like, you know, I could have cut this. I could have cut this. But it's yeah. rhythm and getting people prepared anticipation for the heist and the character development obviously you know with danny ocean and his relationship he kind of has a side plot right with his ex-wife julia yeah. roberts character totally. uh, tess so they they're kind of converging it as well but you have this rhythm that kind of goes and flows throughout the movie that you don't get bored really and you know the heist no, obviously yeah. takes you know place at the end of the film the climax and everything uh -huh. but you're really just kind of invested because it is a ride. You you get on and it just takes yeah. you throughout because it has this really good rhythm and everything too. Um, totally. Another note that I noticed uh, or that I thought of is that the director, Soderbergh, he said that there were a few scenes that he, he really wanted to reshoot because of lighting, but he also mm. didn't want to reshoot at all because the performances were so good. And that is... Yeah. Everyone of the cast members, you know, they do an amazing job. Obviously, you got some real yeah, yeah, yeah. big time actors in there um, with, uh -huh. you know, George Clooney and everything. He's just a cool guy. And, and Brad Pitt, who's my favorite actor. And, you know, they're uh -huh. delivering it perfectly, exactly how the script wants you to, to feel yeah, and everything, too. And, 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 you know, imagine these characters. And, and uh, Andy Garcia plays a really good Terry Benedict. Obviously, you felt no sympathy for him at all because of the kind right, of guy exactly. he is greedy, only worries about uh -huh. controlling and everything, too. Uh, obviously yeah. a very jealous man as well um yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah it, it has a lot to do with with rhythm and and beats and hitting those story points so hard that you're not sucked out of it and getting bored even though there's no heist going yeah. on throughout the whole movie i was reading a thing earlier about like i just looked up like uh i just googled like oceans 11 cinematography uh i think that there's a very specific style with like uh it looks to me like it's shot on film uh they they do a really like like light sources are very kind of hot they're like yeah. glowy kind of mm -hmm. on the edges mm -hmm. um like kind of high contrast like high key lighting um and but also uh what's his name so, so steven soderberg yes right? yeah he uh so like I said, he's the director and DP for the first one. I think they have different directors of photographer, at least for 12. I didn't look up 13. Um, but either way, he said for 11, he wanted it to be to look unlit. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And lit up by like, like the casino walls and the lights and everything. Right. In the the practical. They did, just, they did yeah, shoot the whole, this. Yeah. In, in, the, in the Bellagio, yeah. there's a whole section they kind of oh, blocked cool. off for them. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I also noticed there's very like almost like um and i especially noticed it in 12 or thought thought specifically this thought on 12 but that it's almost kind of like a new wavy looking like handheld yeah a lot of time with mm. the camera stuff kind of mm -hmm. you know frenchy um yeah well when he like punched in of, to do those close-up uh -huh. especially like like the scene with yeah, with yeah. saul and terry benedict talking about this briefcase yes. and i want it to be in the uh -huh. in the the vault and everything yeah yeah he yeah. said he went handheld for that because it felt more intimate a little bit bouncy yeah. you know to show uh -huh. like the discomfort too between yeah. the two um and they, he does that a couple of times and there's over the shoulder shots uh close-ups with the, the actors doing conversations you know with the shot yeah. reverse shot and everything too uh -huh. so he went handheld for that um and a lot of the there's time, some yeah. crazy ones in 12 and 13 too yeah. where it's mm -hmm. all over on 12 specifically there's a shot in a, like a train yeah when, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when clooney and uh 
so let Scott Kahn have the Yankees and Red Sox yeah, hats. Yeah, that, which I thought was funny because it's, the best it's joke, 2004 man. too. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There's, so appropriate. That's definitely yeah. very like yeah. Yeah. Um, but that scene is shot really loose and crazy. Mm-hmm. And then also in 13, when Matt Damon is like, I'm nowhere. And I'm not, I'm not only nowhere, I think I'm being followed. I lost, yeah. I used all my good IDs. Yes, yes. And it's like super like That was like crazy, very boring, shaky. you know. Yeah, super cam. boring, yeah. super boring. But it made and you then, feel panicked because he's like, yeah, I'm yeah, worrying right now. Yeah, exactly. And then that like does a cool thing. It's also like really cool temperatured looking. And mm-hmm. then it cuts mm-hmm. like right as he's about to say something into... Maybe it's Ruben saying something. Instead. Uh, is like, Roman Roman Nagel, Roman Nagel, the kind of techie guy, okay. the second techie guy they have oh, coming yes, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I thought that was a really cool way to kind of snap out of that mode yeah. right into like a little bit smoother stuff. Because he says um, the word that yeah, Damon exactly. is gonna say. It's really one of those cool classic yeah. kind of switches. Yeah, super cool, super cool. Um, but yeah, to get back to eleven, um, yeah, the, he said he didn't want it to to look super glitzy and glamoury it's a little yeah. bit more kind of like laid back and kind of you know regular looking it's not like the spectacle of vegas so much yeah exactly exactly yeah even yeah even in, like when the fight you know the obviously there's a boxing match that happens yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, during that's kind of when the heist kind of goes down and then you know when the lights go out the fighters just kind of piling on each other and everyone's going crazy so he threw himself in the mix um, to uh-huh. just get kind of tossed around with the camera to make it look right, so right, right. real, like you're actually cool. in there getting like punched and moved around and shoved and everything uh-huh. too. So that was a yeah. really, really good camera technique that he used as well, just to make things totally. more realistic and more intimate too with the audiences. Yeah, it's just brilliant I like filmmaking. How, um, like it, it can't, it doesn't happen too often that somebody's directing and doing and director of photography. There's yeah. like visual directors and like you know people who have a very specific style i feel like mm-hmm. someone i always think about for that is tarantino where it's like yeah his mm-hmm. movies look pretty much all the same or yeah. very very similar and soderbergh, um, soderbergh he said he hated storyboarding like he doesn't do it so he started and really? he stopped so it's interesting that he was That's still funny. able to keep that vision and do a dp job on this yeah. on this movie yeah totally i think there's one other i, I was watching like a, a alien documentary at hiff a couple years ago and uh like ridley scott i think did a whole lot of uh camera operating on that also um that's ridley scott right yes director for yeah, Alien. yeah and we'll, yes. we'll definitely touch on um, that movie eventually it's yeah one of my all-time sure. favorites yeah yeah but yeah like to not only just do it but to do it very well mm-hmm. what was um oh we were talking about john carpenter who directed and scored and it Halloween. was kind of the same i feel like i had the same comment on that like not only did he direct it and then just put some music on it to make it work like he also did like a legendary score yeah. like so iconic so like, yeah exactly yeah and like the yeah this movie is very visually like stylish so i, I think that's mm-hmm. cool where it's not just like yeah yeah that's cool yeah breaking down the cinematography i didn't notice this um when i originally watched it all those years and you know just watching it over and over again there are a lot of long takes in this movie and elaborate yeah, ones yeah. too the the scene with with uh when you first meet rusty and topher grace who plays mm. himself which is hilarious and they're kind of yeah, going down that hall. That in- <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're getting uh-huh. they're, the the camera's backing up. They're they're walking towards the camera. That's an entire long take. And there's disruptions, okay. right? People walking in front. They actually one of the yeah, shots yeah, yeah. Uh, in the casino um, they did with Terry Benedict walking. They reshot it just to have someone cross the frame to make it look more real, really? more busy, like it's a real casino. That's funny. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh-huh. Um, That's cool. You notice you 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 uh, touched on like a certain style for their cinematography as well. Yeah, uh-huh. which is a lot of 
you know, uh, uh, side swipes and a lot of like quick pans too. But yeah, that is yeah, still yeah. a long take. And and Damon said this in the commentary. He said, you know, an inexperienced director would have taken five, six cuts to show this one thing of yeah. Terry Benedict's walking this way. Oh, here's Ocean. Okay, now here's Tess. Yep. They did it all in one take by just doing quick pivots That's and everything cool. too. So just, you know, to make that, you know, because you want it to be in this, they're all in this intimate space kind of checking each other out. Like, you know, okay, mm-hmm. he's there. He's at his point, checkpoint Especially there. Especially comes Tess. like yeah. that many characters too. Yes. That could be so many cuts. Like uh, yeah. what's uh, like Bohemian Rhapsody, how that's like, everybody was talking yeah. so much trash on how that's edited. Cause it's just like, it's so guy, fast. This guy, yeah. this guy, this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like crazy, like trying to film around a table or yeah. whatever. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't really work great to like, cut that much with that many characters and he touched on how do i get all 11 crew members in this shot you know how do i do that right and what he did Uh was he he spread them out and he did you know wide angle he'll do a pan he'll do a tracking shot or something to get all of them to make sure you know that they're all involved they're all playing a really important role in this just you know you have your stars right you have your rusty you have your danny and and matt damon Mm -hmm. you know his character linus he he becomes an you know an up-and-comer and everything too they start to trust him even more um so he does his thing there and then it's it's not just them they want everybody to be involved so he's able to do it and a lot of the time uh he's directing the actors he's like okay um like when when they're in the the house and they're, they're telling him that the, uh danny's telling everybody the plan right like oh you know here's uh-huh. what you guys signed up for we're gonna be doing this here's here's our elaborate right. plan and everything uh uh-huh. soderbergh just said hey you just go sit down on the couch or sit down wherever you want to make it because right. you don't want because something like, like that can be natural, so easily like, staged yeah and and that makes it yeah. feel so less authentic so that's like you said natural natural feeling linus he just i love against that. the wall and he stays consistent with that too and in any of the scenes where you'll find him kind of uh with the group he's leaning up against the wall too that's that's also really good acting yeah, he too. Is, so huh? it's, yeah it's great yeah especially with like that cast like to just trust all their instincts like that makes a lot of sense yes like uh so that's really cool that like yeah it sounds sounds like he's just got it got his head in the right place as a director mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. what he did like a bunch of weird like different stuff i feel like right yeah he did like six lies uh he did aaron brockovich too with with julie roberts as well too so he's he, he was an established filmmaker um and mm. and so people really and and brad pitt said he's been trying to get in with him for a long time really and finally yeah got got the call and everything and I think George Clooney was the first one to get cast because he was the one calling people with Soderbergh saying, hey, you want to be in this movie or hey, you got the part. Was this the one where he um, called everybody and told them all that everybody else was already in on it to get everybody in on it? Does that sound familiar to you? I think so, you? because cause what I've, from what I've heard is that he like he, he's the one that called Brad Pitt, I think even Matt yeah. Damon and Andy Garcia as well, as they, they're, they're saying. Right. Him and, but he had to and be Steven like, Soderbergh, yeah. He was the guy to in like first say, or something, yeah. Hey, I'm in it. Yeah, so. and then to... <laughs> or there's there's some movie... I forget where I heard this. Some podcast or something. But there was some movie... I kind of think it was this. Or some other thing where there's just like an ensemble kind of cast. But it was like um, that the director or the casting people, whoever, lied to the other actors. And say say it was this. Say he's talking to Andy Garcia. He's like... Oh yeah, I already got Brad Pitt, Clooney, Matt Damon on this, so oh, wow. like, you okay, should I come hang out. Yeah, I but didn't hear anything without having without Getting having them. confirmed the oh, other wow, dudes. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, just like, but like for this kind of thing, you almost have to do that. Yeah. Like for to get that many people, like 
to just be like, hey, like, you know what I mean? So I, I absolutely I'm going to choose to believe that was this. OK, movie. OK. He also <laughs> did something on, on um, he also directed some some King of the Hill and wrote some mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. some directed some Grey's Anatomy. Uh, what else here? Just all all over the place with different yeah. stuff. Oh, the informant. That's Matt Damon, right? That one's pretty cool too, actually. Uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, Magic Mike, Hunger Games. Yeah, Magic Mike. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Logan Lucky. Lots of different stuff. Yeah, Logan lots Lucky definitely stuff. had a kind of an Oceans vibe too. I do, I saw that in the theaters. Really? Um, Daniel yeah, I Craig's didn't watch in that it. one yet. Yeah, I, it's a wild ride. It's 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 nuts, but but it okay. definitely has because it's, it's it's a crime heist kind of movie yeah, yeah so it yeah. definitely has that kind of feel obviously not as on the scale of oceans but um yeah yeah um oh, cool. yeah, yeah he's he's should we go he's to 12 director, yeah what was that should we go to 12 yeah i think we should go to 12 i mean I, i'll say this okay. uh because you know i can talk about this movie forever but yeah you know this was hugely successful about an 85 million dollar budget uh and it crushed Whoa. at the box office too so i think it made yeah. over 300 um million in the wow. end so yeah it, it it um was really popular obviously i believe george clooney did sign a contract at the beginning for three movies so they kind of knew okay where they were going obviously you know if things changed if the movie flopped then things would would change there but but he uh-huh. did there was that kind of faith in it already that they would try yeah, to yeah, do yeah. a, a cohesive That's cool. yeah trilogy there so yeah i feel like obviously trilogies have always been a thing and series mm-hmm. have always been a thing but now it's just everything you like one offs like you like one offs right you, yeah you like original <laughs> movies that just do yeah one. you could t- i just have a bad attitude whenever i talk about a series huh? <laughs> um but like <laughs> at um at this point in time or like current day now yeah like just about everything is like okay how can we stretch this out to be right. 10 movies right like that's the goal yeah it's like yeah. right right from the page like how can we stretch this out as long as possible and maybe that's just my my opinion or whatever, but there are an awful lot of series, and I feel like there is a lot of like, you know, kind of stakes being lowered in movies and stuff like right, that right, in order right. to keep a character around, whatever. But anyway, aside from that, from my my negative old man talk about that <laughs> stuff, um, like I feel like around this time, like two thousand one, uh, you know, not everything was gonna be like a assumed to be a trilogy no. right yeah. out of the gates or whatever. Yeah, so, maybe like Spider Man. Yeah, that's kind of cool at that time because that came out yeah, in right. 2002 and that yeah, kind of had a plan like and they had to go they were going to go four movies but the third one just was so bad that they didn't oh, continue yeah the third with emo peter Parker. yeah dude i thought that was i thought that was so sick when i was in seventh grade but right, now looking back kids, on it yeah. it's, like it's like transformers not that dude. cool <laughs> yeah exactly same year stoked yeah. on both of them oh that's man. funny messy messy uh yeah um, let's move, yeah, to, 12, let's move to 12 so Okay, so like I said, going into it, I'm kind of like, I love 11, and then 12 and 13 aren't as good to me, but I liked 13 more. That was what I had in my head. That was my Mm -hmm. opinion as a kid for some reason. Um, But now, I really liked 12. I thought it was like, like you said, yeah, avoiding like sequel, whatever you said, like kind of sequel. Rehashing, yeah, rehashing the original things, yeah. It was different enough. It started different, like it was just like, and I liked that a lot. Um, oh, actually, sorry to to cut myself off. Okay. Uh, he, Steven Soderbergh <laughs> was a producer, executive producer on that movie Michael Clayton, which I talked trash. Oh, that about you all the time. don't like with George Clooney. Yeah, the, the worst movie, <laughs> the worst movie, dude. It sucked so bad. Right, right. See, it was like uh. on my Wikipedia behind behind the Discord window. Mm-hmm. But um, either way. 
yeah, I, I liked how different it is. And it's like a, you know, yeah, it's, it's a different thing. Um, also, like, what a brat Terry Benedict to be like. I know. Even though he gets the insurance money. He gets the money insurance money. Like, no, I want like, my money back, guys. Yeah, I want it anyway, plus interest. <laughs> yeah, plus like, interest. What a nerd, yeah, dude. Relax, dude. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, you got I like how weeks. when they're all explaining, like, how much they owe mm-hmm. to, like, come up with the numbers or whatever. Like, um, and, like, Ruben's the only one that different. has the money, too. Because he's, yeah. he's, like, yeah, already he's good to go. wealthy. Yeah. Because he's, he's a yeah, hotel yeah, yeah. owner and everything, too. Brad Pitt owes more than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somehow. He owes, like, $8,000 oh more than yeah, the was, number. Like, well, I got to think it was maybe, like, $25 million he ended up owing. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I owe, like, six, seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, even the, the intro of this one's super cool, too, where Brad Pitt, like, walks in. From the rain the, the, and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, with Catherine Zeta-Jones on the bed mm-hmm. and uh and then he she's like he like finds out that she is like figuring him out yeah because he, um, he pulled off a job and she, some... she obviously works for you europol yeah. or something it's... europol is that a real thing or are they <laughs> I don't like know. not saying interpol for i know i don't know i don't know either way i guess there's no way to find he, out huh yeah <laughs> he's just so, yeah no way at all but i just loved the way he played that just like so like oh yeah Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. and, then and then he's in the bathroom. She's the like, <laughs> "We found a yeah, we found a hair. So by noon tomorrow, we're gonna find out what kind of conditioner he has, what kind of dandruff. You see, like his, his dandruff his shampoo, his dandruff shampoo. The, <laughs> yeah. the and he looks so else. defeated too. He's like, Damn. yeah, he's just like, oh, you're just being modest. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take a shower. All right, don't let me keep you up. Leaves. Closes the door immediately, <laughs> hops out the window with the freeze frame. I know, I know. I love that stuff too. With like, yeah, there's a lot of like freeze frames. There's like weird jump cuts mm-hmm. like I, I wanted to touch on that too um yeah and I, I picked up on this before the commentary that i watched in oceans 11 mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that could be corny cheesy but it Super. works in these movies because yeah. of the world that they're building and because of the comedy and because of the actors that yeah, are saying yeah, yeah. it too you know they have a lot right. of they they're do a lot of uh it. yeah exactly fade fade in fade out dissolve and he said <laughs> Soderbergh yeah, said, flips, yeah, the like, flips, exactly. And that's like, whoa, what is it, Star Wars or something? Like, why are we doing yeah, crazy elaborate yeah. transitions? But he said... Uh, Did you, you edit know, this in Windows Movie Maker? Yeah, exactly. With those cool transitions and everything. Oh, crossfade yeah, here cool. at yeah. the 10-second yeah, mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but he was like, yeah, I was inspired by 70s you know, TV. It was just on and stuff. Cool, cool. But it works because of everything they set up it in, really in the world it, it is in, too. So, yeah, yeah. So that freeze frame yeah, that just, you said There's a groovy feel cool. to the whole thing. Yes, definitely yeah. groovy. Shout out to the music uh-huh. too, which is absolutely banging. Yes. I love the music which in all of these. Sounds a lot, a lot, lot, lot like Taxman by the Beatles. Um, I was noticing there's kind of a running score, uh, like baseline that happens through. I think at least twelve and thirteen, uh, at least through twelve, a couple times in each movie though. Mm-hmm. And there's like a baseline that sounds like the guitar riff in uh, Taxman. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah really dope man i i had so many things to say about 12 i think i also (laughs) liked uh i feel like just like uh europe at this time in Mm -hmm. like 2001 or two came out specifically where they're yeah amsterdam there we go there's also like some some stuff in rome and paris too i believe Mm, yep yep um yeah okay uh, I feel like it was real hot at the time. Right, also, yeah. uh, and they're like, wearing like these cool suits it, and everything. <laughs> they're probably just yeah. away. No, no, no. I mean, like, like just popular. Like, oh, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. Like That's with the Bourne movies and stuff too. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
like there which is also funny with matt damon in this and those mm-hmm. and like you said they're very boring feeling that one shot where he's mm-hmm. on the phone um but yeah it felt very uh of of the time for some reason yeah um and uh yeah that was cool to me yeah i think this movie like you said it um that freeze frame the job it, it it still has those same kind of tropes as 11 which works i think where it falls yeah. off for me are the comedy bits where the, it sometimes mm-hmm. it goes on for too long like george Clooney's character right danny ocean's like really how old do you think i am to like oh, 48 oh, 52 yeah. and then it's like okay that's kind of funny you know he's not 50 and that should be it and then yeah, he, yeah. the next like scene and a half like he goes up to uh don Cheeto's character don, don Cheeto, yeah. and he's like do i look 50 to you i'm like okay that's like a little too much and like line, yeah it's just like yeah. a couple couple seconds couple things, too long yeah. on the cut yeah just couple yeah when they're when they're trying to figure out their first kind of job to help pay back the money uh to terry yeah. benedict he's like um are we really gonna like why are we labeling people as freaks like are, are we gonna be that kind of organization that oh like, yeah Matt so Damon, it's, yeah it's like that part is funny but then it goes on for too long you know and then and then yeah. it's like okay am i the only person that kind of feels bad that we're stealing from a disabled person and like uh-huh. yeah right 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 <laughs> you know? uh-huh. so that is funny i think yeah, it kind of drags on for too long you pointed yeah. out you know what i'm also thinking of but i did think it was funny uh when everybody gets arrested and it's just Don Cheadle, Matt Damon and Scott Kahn yeah, left and then. they're like having to figure out a new plan. <laughs> yeah. Also when they're just naming off the types of heists. Yeah. I love and that. I love like, that kind of oh, stuff. We, well, we, we don't have a cat. Yeah. And you're like, why would yeah. they need a cat? No woman yeah. and not enough people. And that, that happened um, in 11 too, right? When they're like, okay, who do we need? We need a Boski, a Jim yeah, Brown, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Like uh-huh. that's so cool. Yeah. And then you can look it up right. on Google. Those are actual terms that, Oh really? Yeah. They're cool. used and everything so it's yeah it's super super awesome i like that lingo and stuff too but it is funny yeah. they're like well we don't have enough people we don't have enough people we don't have a cat but then um and then um oh and then and then scott con's like who died and made you danny and he's like yeah. i don't know and then they just have oh, like a I'm little sorry. moment of like yeah yeah like like that, <laughs> that, that, like, that guys, is guys. very much come on yeah, yeah, yeah that that joke feels very much like the other stuff you're saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's also to just to jump back to transitions very quickly there's one where don Cheadle comes up like from a sewer or something i think in 11 um and he's like this isn't gonna work this yeah yeah, yeah. And he's covered in doo-doo thing. yeah <laughs> right but then it's like it's like head on and then the rest of the um the cast you're seeing i think the right side of yeah they kind of turn around but to look it, at him yeah Right, but then it does a flip transition, yes. and then it's the right side of Don Cheadle's face, yes. and then I'm like, oh, did they just jump to a new location and they're continuing this argument? But no, same same the warehouse. The 180 rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They broke yeah. the 180 rule. And they, yeah. they break the 180, but because it's such a drastic transition in tone, you can, or like yeah, you know exactly what it is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So and then so yeah, stuff like that works really well. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. What else about twelve? Um, I, I do like the style of it too because it, you know obviously the European yeah. obviously their suits are awesome again I love the suits and everything yeah, yeah. They're, they're great um, I think they the, get a little out there with the wardrobes on on this yeah one, they do with, especially with Brad Pitt dude. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um, uh-huh. the villain is I I don't really like him that much because he's just like jealous like. Cause yeah. so they pull off the heist right, and then the there's a guy on a boat bragging about their heist. Who is the producer of all of these? Jerry Weintraub, who's an established and and, and very successful sure. producer in Hollywood. 
Um, and he's he's in like all of the movies. And he I guess he plays the same character. Okay. Definitely plays the same character in twelve and eleven or twelve and thirteen. I'm not specific uh-huh. on eleven, but I, I would assume so. So he's bragging to him on a boat, and this the guy Talur, who's a kind of antagonist of this film, he kind of hears it, and he's just right. like jealous. He's like, no, I'm the best villain in the world. I'm the best thief, uh-huh. and that's kind of like his goal, right. I guess. Like that's why he's yeah, so angry kind of with the ocean. His whole guys. motivation for all- yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and then his whole thing is like, "Well, let's play this game, yeah. and then I'll give you all this money." Like you and which I, I guess is a we're cool gonna way steal to do the it. same th- or attempt to steal the same thing. Whoever yeah. gets it is the winner, right? right? Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll pay yeah, off your little... your debt, which is that's cool, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those things where, like you said, it is almost like you kind of just have to look past a little bit of the setup mm-hmm. to like really mm-hmm. dive in because it is like, oh, what? But he's just gonna give. He's just gonna. I guess that's the confidence or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but I do, yeah. yeah but 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 his his whole style, Tiller's style, is cool. His house is great, obviously because he's a master thief. Yeah. He can afford all these cool uh-huh. things. Right. He's, he's like that, like that that European guy that everyone hates with the yeah. the white uh-huh. like Tommy Bahama T-shirt, sandals, yep, yep. <laughs> huge house by the the ocean and uh-huh. everything too, with his massive yeah, art collection, yeah. kind of curly hair. Uh-huh. This just random yeah. French dude that everyone hates. Very very like European yeah. cool dude. <laughs> Yeah, very much. Taking so. off his shoes like right in the frame, so you can see his feet uh-huh. and everything too. Which yeah, I get squirmy yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever something like that happens because I don't right? like looking at people's feet. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and I'm like, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, yeah. So, That's so funny, that was dude. A, yeah. He's definitely the the European guy, like the stereotypical yeah. guy that everyone hates, like the rich dude. That's hilarious. Uh, I also yeah. really love um, like so Topher Grace plays himself. Yeah, well, uh, like he's a like he looks homeless even though he's he lives in like Rusty's yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. The walls then, are like um, <laughs> littered with stuff too. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. And then, but then they start teasing it in the train station where Matt Damon is like, "What do you, don't you think that test kind of looks like?" And, and they don't say it. And they're Rusty like, like cuts him off and he's like, "No, never bring don't that talk up. About never that. say yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, uh this time i remembered what where that goes but mm-hmm. she tests tests who is played by julia roberts ends up uh being julia roberts yeah. in in the film because like, like we need you to, to be. we need you to get close to look at this because they're trying to steal the the the, the thing that they're trying to get to is this this cool bedazzled egg right thing, right that, yes, that, yes, that yes. that's the that's the game that tulur is playing with them uh-huh. whoever can yeah. get it first right successfully so they're like okay we need you to get in uh as julia roberts mm-hmm. um to, so so Tess play as her because you kind of look like her yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything uh-huh. so um so we can get close to it because you you are a celebrity that yeah. wants to see this art piece so we can get close to it and try to try to get everything so uh-huh. go on yeah I love that like just like kind of campy silly like mm-hmm. that they're just like nodding at who is in the movie yeah. kind that, of that's kind of funny yeah I enjoyed that one especially yeah. like Bruce Willis is um, in it and he plays yeah Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis. Right? And he's like oh Julia <laughs> yeah. hey you know uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so, so funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that, um, dude. And then like the layering of like the Lamarck character. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it, right? Lamarck. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. With uh, what's her name? The Catherine Zeta Jones yeah. character. Isabel. Yeah, yeah. Um, there. What you know? This is a very spoilery one. I think I'm just gonna put a disclaimer in. The yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, spoilers on all, all this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, spoilers. Sure. Spoilers. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but then how that like so when they do the back to the future type explain show you the flashback kind mm-hmm. of thing in this one mm-hmm. i i th- uh you know you piece together yes that oh this mystery man lamarck is actually mm-hmm. 
her father and who's who is dead slash missing for all this time yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. and then this whole time she's been hunting her dad yeah yeah the fact that like her and brad pitt had this relationship and Mm -hmm. then he goes to him and it's like but all all he wanted was to get back to his daughter too you know at the end right kind of says that so then he Mm -hmm. helps them out or whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah really cool the way that that all played out yeah yeah that's a really good layer to to the film yeah yeah, definitely very good like layering and stuff yeah um Uh, you mentioned the the uh, back to the featuring again um so it's like okay well it's the same kind of thing they're kind of doing the whole bait and switch like yeah oh they failed kind of but they didn't because Uh they did it but no but but right you know you can say oh it's they're kind of pulling an ocean's 11 again but they're not because it's an Uh entirely different style and because it's a different yeah. heist and the way that the, it's it's all laid out and everything too it works the right. whole twist ending again works same thing like totally. in, in Ocean's 11 too so it's yeah it's mm-hmm. it's it's wonderful i think that um you can still capture some of that magic at the i think definitely the end of this movie is is where i really get like okay this is cool and everything too i think all the lead up to it isn't yeah. as good as the lead up in in Ocean's 11 um but yeah yeah for the most part it's good yeah uh, yeah, so I yeah I really like the ending of this one, and it is sort of similar, but in just like enough of a way where, like, it's different. Yeah, you're not gonna get bored. Yeah, like, oh, know. I've seen this already. It's it's like yeah, but this it is, is a, new. it is the sequel, so there is like yeah. enough. You have to have that connection. Like, yeah, yeah, connective tissue or whatever. Um, but I guess so. That kind of. That's kind of twelve. I feel like there's a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff I want to say about twelve. I gotta start taking notes on stuff. <laughs> I think I got. I think I touched pretty much on everything. Right. Um, right. Okay. So thirteen. Thirteen. Um, so I watched just kind of because thirteen. Um, like a week or two ago. Right. Just put it on one night. Just hanging out at home. I kind of think that we like put just ended up muting it and like we're playing records and like instead of like actually paying attention to it. <laughs> nice. Okay. But um, okay. So, so then I was like, okay, well now today I'm going to rewatch it Mm -hmm. uh, and actually pay attention. But you know, when you watch something and you watch it like kind of two times close together and you're like, oh, okay. I saw this part so I can not pay attention here and then kind of come back in. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I, I was kind of like, I think I kind of watched almost the whole thing the other day. And then, so I was in kind of like a weird space of like trying to pay closer attention, but Mm -hmm. also convincing myself that I understood what was going on. And then I was just kind of like not in the mood for it. <laughs> right. Then, okay. Um, yeah. And then I kind of like was also like, I don't think this one's as entertaining and I don't really understand even what they're trying to do. Like, right, right, I think right. The main goal is to help out Ruben. Yeah. Right? It's a revenge job, basically. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, Al okay. Pacino, Willie Bank, he's, you know, he's a hot yeah. hotel owner. He's opening a brand a new name, hotel huh? on the strip. Yeah. Willie Bank. Yeah. And Ruben, who is obviously a very successful hotel owner, is partner is partnering up with Willie Bank um, to to kind of bring up uh-huh. this new hotel and everything. It's the the, the new baddest thing on the strip. Uh, and uh, obviously Willie Bank, he betrays him. Is like, oh well, you know, you're fired, basically. And um, uh-huh. who he's done that to like every one of his partners before. Right. Um, and and uh, I, this is, I love this line. Is like, you know, Ruben uh, is like, hey. You know, we're, you you and I were both around long enough that we both uh, shook Sinatra's hand, and there's a code, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. amongst guys uh-huh. who shook Sinatra's hand. He's like, "Screw Sinatra's right. hand," and then uh-huh. everything too. And Screw that kind of comes Sinatra's to play, hand. yeah. <laughs> that kind of comes to play at the end too with Danny, which uh-huh. is such a cool line because uh, he's such a right. cool guy. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he Ruben's obviously he's older at this point. He's you know he he's kind of <laughs> the whole Padme thing. He's lost the will to live basically. 
Um, uh-huh. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> broken heart, broken heart. Um, uh, but but uh, other maybe. other yeah. <laughs> Dude. But it doesn't work what in Star a lazy Wars, dude. Way it to... doesn't work no. in Star Wars. Yeah, in this one, it makes more sense because this isn't a space. I've fantasy. never had an opinion about that before. I feel like, but like, that is a, such like a lazy way to like get rid of her character. I feel yeah, because like. she's not in four, five, and six. It's like, hey, she's, yeah, yeah, she's sad. So. That's yeah. oh, she's just gonna die. Yeah, she's yeah but in die. this, in this, it's totally you know you can kind of believe it a little bit more because Ruben has already been you know since the first movie he's as he as he said torpedoed out of his own casino by uh terry yeah. benedict right they blew it up uh-huh. to make way for another kind of stupid hotel that benedict wants to put up and right and so he's kind of already on his way out and he's he's feeling sad about his legacy in vegas even though he's like this big guy who's been around for so long um uh-huh. and everything so he he's he's having a tough time so so they really want to get back at at uh willie bank for what he's done and everything too yeah. and obviously he willie bank's just a bad guy all around he's he has that you know bad past with his other partners and everything too he's a greedy yeah. guy he just wants the fame and the the five diamond award uh-huh. and everything too so yeah, yeah, yeah. revenge job is really kind of what this movie is all about but they go back to vegas uh-huh. and it's you know it's gambling again it's, it's cool suits it's the lights and and uh big yeah. stars once again too so yeah totally um <clears throat> i so this one they also kind of yeah like you said it's the revenge job and they also bring in terry benedict and mm-hmm. um what's the that the dude's name the european Ro- dude? roman nagel they oh, oh, oh uh, roman nagel well or the character yeah yeah so you mean talur they bring him back talur yeah but so he's not He's not a part of the crew, right? Because Benedict no. eventually does become part of the crew, right? Because he's like, right. hey, we need financing for this drill that will make an earthquake, which is kind of ridiculous, but, you know, it's 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 fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> a, a drill that can simulate an earthquake, <laughs> which is kind of uh-huh. funny. Um, so it's like, hey, can you, can you finance our drill? And it's like, okay, I'll do it, but I want you to double my investments. Yeah. I'm last money in, first money out, and I want you to steal his sure. diamonds. And he's like, I don't, uh-huh. I don't want the diamonds. I just want him to lose what's more important to him. Because Benedict obviously he has a feud with with Willie Bank as well, um, mm-hmm. and so Talur only comes into play because he's like, okay, we knew Benedict really wanted to go after those diamonds, um, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's why he sent Talur up okay. on the roof right at the end. So so the thirteen gotcha. is uh, the original eleven, Terry Benedict, and then I, I would say Roman Nagel, who who was in twelve a little bit too. We kind of helped Retsu with that hologram thing. Same character as in 13. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. He's gotcha, the one gotcha. that goes um, over security with the Greco and, and all that stuff. He's kind of right, talking right, to right. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's thing. Yeah, because that... Right. So when I was watching 12, at the end of 12, they have the meeting with Terry Benedict, and they're like, oh, like, you know, here's your money, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good check. Um, and, you know, you have our word. We're not going to try to steal your money again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Talor is in the background, like, like doing landscaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, that's like a fun little thing to mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. but what does that really mean? Are they yeah. planning to immediately? Right, like, right. Maybe, um, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, that feels a little bit exhausting. Mm-hmm. And then from what I did watch, I think both times I watched 13 the past couple weeks, I think I kind of checked out maybe when there was like a half hour left. Okay. Um, uh, and then I was in my mind, I was like, Wait, they teased that Talor thing, and then he didn't even come back. But like you, so I guess like you're saying, he comes back 
way yeah. at the end. Yeah, to work uh, to work for Benedict to get the diamonds because Benedict, you know, he's sure, sure, he's sure. Terry, but that so. that also does yeah. make sense because he is like a like an art thief, jewel thief, like collectible yeah. item mm-hmm. thief, like that, mm-hmm. as opposed to just the money stuff. Mm-hmm. So and they do like a fake that, out again with that at the end as well too, which is which is pretty good. But oh, that okay. one is more obvious. Oh. That one's more obvious because yeah. you know it, but Talur and Benedict don't know it, and they think. All gotcha, is going gotcha. to plan on their side, That's and then funny. yeah. So that, that, right, yeah, I gotta yeah. I gotta watch the second half of thirteen again. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, the second half is great. I think it's, yeah. I I think what's really good is like I said, it kind of goes back to the Ocean's Eleven vibes. The comedy is there. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. They they really you know bring in this whole element of okay, we need to do this for Ruben. Uh, Willie Banks a terrible guy. Let's take him down. And there's yeah, like yeah. a lot of cool elements to it. You know, obviously it's a fake hotel that that's going on, right? Uh-huh. I mean, in in, right. in real life, it's a, not a real hotel. Willie Bank isn't a real person yeah. and everything too. So they can uh-huh. kind of get away with exaggerating a few things. Um, totally. Yeah, but they they really up the you know up the ante with with the earthquake simulation. With it doesn't uh-huh. matter if we win the money. We don't want it this time. We just want the casino to lose. No, yeah, right. So uh-huh. that's why I think one of those. Yeah, so those, it's kind of just yeah, throwing the, everything at the wall. Exactly, kind of exactly. One of those cool moments in it is when uh, the security system gets shut down because they figure out how to do that. Yeah, and everyone's winning like crazy, and you see like the the numbers next to everyone of how much they've won right. just in those three uh-huh. minutes, right? Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it's really so that that's something's like, oh, you're gonna put graphics up next to people and like this serious ish movie. Uh-huh. No, it works because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Vegas and everyone's on the win and everything too. Yeah. So yeah, I think they they have they. I think they also feel a little bit more human this in this one too. You know, they're not invincible. They're not these guys right. that just go in and steal everything they want and get away with it. Yeah. You know, they they really feel for Ruben. He's the guy that kind of you know taught them everything they knew especially danny and rusty uh-huh. right so it's it's yeah you know they're learning how to shoot crafts uh, super cool you know, early on and everything uh, at the dunes and you know, stardust flamingo all that stuff you know so, what yeah you know what i would love would be a a novel s- prequel mm-hmm. uh like i feel like because like you're saying like ruben taught you know danny ocean and yeah. rusty how to do these things yeah but you don't see that. That's just mm-hmm. kind of like background. And like, I feel like that's the type of thing that is very ripe for a prequel to come yeah. out. Yeah. And I, I think I've mentioned like, this to you before. I've been writing uh-huh. an Ocean's prequel ever since I was young. I think I do remember yeah. you saying yeah. that. That's dope. <laughs> With them, okay. like, in, gotta, in, yeah, yeah, younger and they kind of pull off a heist and, but on a much smaller yeah, scale, obviously. That. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. I, yeah. That, I do um, have that in the works. Hopefully I can get that out. Nobody steal that, please. All right. <laughs> yeah, give, give, send me send me those send me that uh send me that final draft file. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll shoot it. Um, but um, but yeah, I th- that that is an interesting mm-hmm. story. But to, it, but to, it sets up more elements of the character development too, which is which is awesome. Yeah. You know? But also like it's just like now they're now they're like twenty years old. Yeah. And yeah. like <laughs> when these movies started, like it it wouldn't work to make a movie. I'd bet I'd be annoyed if they switched the actors or if they did yeah, like see, a de aging thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do de aging. I, I would take a novel. I'd, I'd take a novel or I'd read the screenplay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I think. But um, have you ever seen um, The Prestige? Um, is that Christian Bale? That's the one. Yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, it's like a magic. Yeah. yeah 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 magic one yeah yeah and so the whole idea i feel like there's a really cool just like montage of them kind of doing that what i'm talking about like uh what i call the back to the futuring effect mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. of like you know ex- explaining the behind the thing or when you realize oh that's what was happening there kind of thing. yeah like the, the prestige the the name the prestige is like a magic trick has 
you know, say, you know, I'll say three parts because maybe I can come up with examples for three things. Okay. There's like the setup, there's like the payoff, and then there's the prestige, which is a secondary layer mm-hmm. of the payoff where you're right. like, oh, like Wait even a second. what I thought was the magic trick was, was actually just a distraction yep. mm-hmm. to then – Oh, but like you know, this was actually going on yeah. that whole time, and then you're like, "Whoa, Whoa. Like, that's, yeah, mind blowing. That was yeah. a trick. That's cool. Like another yeah. whole nother layer. And that's and that's what like these movies these, do, right? Yeah, they do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Where like, oh, you think that they that they're only taking half of Terry Benedict's money, and <laughs> then they're go- and then oh no, they blow it up, but. Oh wait, it was, it was just the SWAT like the hooker team certificates, that, yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. and then they're the SWAT team, and th- it was an old video, yeah. and like Ugh. when you get yeah. like the like all that stuff, and then that's like mm-hmm. oh, there's and such something. good foreshadowing cool. too, right? Like with that pine, yeah. the pine scented uh, air freshener in the SWAT yeah, yeah. car, because you don't uh-huh. you just see that at first, right? They're loading the pinch into the right, 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 and then at the end uh-huh. you see the SWAT car come out, and then after they kind of they walk out with the money, uh, it'll zoom uh-huh. in. And get closer and closer to that pine scented air freshening. Right. Like, oh, dude, that's that was a whole setup for now and like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good foreshadowing. So cool. This movie. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. I see. The I think the reason why I like Thirteen so much is again because of the characters that are that are there and established. Um, Saul does his thing again. You know, changing up his. Thing. He wears a wig and this time he he plays a character. Uh-huh. Right. That's his role usually. Um, right. Is right, to play right. play a play a character and kind of assume this identity and become this person. You know, so much uh-huh. as like like um, what's the term that they use um for acting? It's I'm blanking on it now. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, when the when the actor like <laughs> goes so so in depth like on set. Like oh, he, like method acting. Yes, thank you. Method acting. Can't believe that yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, method acting. So gotcha. he, that's kind of like what his uh-huh. role is, right? To to be the character that he's playing. So there's a right. lot of that in there, which is you know that's kind of like Eleven again, and even like in Twelve, he kind of does that for a bit yeah, too yeah. with the whole Bruce Willis, Julia Roberts scene. Um, but but that's his yeah job, he does a really you know? good job at that yeah the German doctor thing. exactly exactly yeah and I think that um, super cool the characters can never be as cool as they were in Ocean's Eleven I keep saying that cool because they're so cool you know like just they're their suave cool. their their style and everything yeah. and Rusty blowing uh-huh. all his money on that suit at the end of Eleven which is just perfect yeah you yeah, know? yeah. Um, also the in eleven, I don't think it happens in twelve and thirteen, but Brad Pitt's eating. Yes, in yeah, and like most every scenes, scene, every scene, yeah, and that's kind of become I, a trademark of Brad Pitt movies. So he kind of started it in Oceans, yeah, right? Kinda, yeah. Even at the end of eleven, uh, he's eating like the sandwich, and he's like kind of like he has heartburn or something because he could kind of feel. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. catching up with him that he's eating yes, the whole time. Yes. And actually, which is also like an insane choice as an actor yes. because you do that many takes, he's gonna he's actually eating that whole uh-huh. time, and, and I almost mm-hmm. feel like that's like. Like, in Fight Club, he's like so shredded. Yeah, he's yeah, in, like, he is. He such is. crazy uh-huh. shape. You hear so often where I I hear so often where I'm like listening to podcasts and like dudes are talking about getting in shape for movies and stuff, and they're like everybody always says that they want the the um the Brad Pitt Fight Club body. Right. Yeah. That's like because he's the, like super ripped, skinny, and like all those right. muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's almost like um. I, I could almost think of him eating that much in every scene <laughs> as sort of like a a response to being just like a hot Shredded, dude. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> hey, you think I just look good when I'm really in shape? Watch uh, me eat 15 hot dogs in a row for yeah. this one take. Like, yeah, I'm not in shape anymore. So yeah. you mentioned like 
having to eat that you know for so many shots and everything yeah yeah so he this is good from the commentary Soderbergh said so he insisted uh-huh. insisted that he would be eating okay. shrimp cocktail <laughs> um in 11 when okay. he's talking to Linus when Tess comes down the stairs right and, and everything yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, well, you, uh-huh. you know, you sure you want to do that? And, you know, it's, we're going to have to do a lot of takes right. and everything. He's like, yeah. So he ended up eating 40 shrimp uh, bits. Yeah. And wow. So, <laughs> but he's, but Soderbergh said Intense, he just, dude. it was nothing to him. And he just kept acting. Uh-huh. It was nothing. He's so, a pro. Yeah. He's a pro, dude. <laughs> Such a, yeah, That's like, so wow, funny. dude, just stuffing your face with shrimp, like for, you know, 10 uh-huh. different takes or whatever. And you end up eating right. 40 shrimp. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just so the funny, kind of dedication dude. Brad Pitt is, and, and even in like Moneyball, uh-huh. you see him like um, just stuffing a Twinkie down his face and everything. Like it's 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 per- like it's right. become a trademark of Brad Pitt to just eat in like yeah. every movie he's in. That's cool. Yeah, just to have a have an action to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, uh, I don't know where I think I was just gonna say something nice about Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's like oh, good he's, at he's, doing he's that stuff. <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, one thing I do want to say about that, at the end of this movie, um, mm-hmm. there's a really good joke. Um, and it's, so, so they, they knew that Terry Benedict was, like you said, going to go after the diamonds, right? Um, so, yes. when he did, and they, you know, they knew and they faked it, they gave Tulor plastic diamonds, basically. Uh, and they kept uh-huh. the diamonds for themselves. Um, so, so nice. he's like, okay, I'm, I'm uh, after the whole heist is in, right? really get that guy. Yeah. They keep getting that Exactly, guy. exactly. <laughs> We're just going to keep nabbing at him because he's Terry Benedict and we hate him so much. He's a nerd. Because uh-huh. they knew he was going to double cross him and they did, and he did. So he goes right. uh-huh. he goes to Benedict's office to uh, and Benedict assumes, oh, I'm, I'm going to get paid. Here's my here's my money coming in. Um, right. And <laughs> George Clooney walks in and he's like, you know, I, I you know, I knew you're going for him because I'm I'm me and you're you. So I, I know ex- yeah, I, know, yeah. I know all your moves, man. And he goes, here's your uh-huh. share of the profit that you donated to charity yeah. and he's like charity that wasn't that wasn't our oh, arrangement right, right, right? right and he's like uh-huh. well you know I, we can pull out all these kids from the camp and they'll be forced to send home to the foster, you know foster kid system uh-huh. and he's like huh and then in the next scene <laughs> um the guys are uh linus uh danny and rusty they're in the airport they're kind of getting their ways off yeah. the current airport and they're watching oprah on the tv to the airport tv and terry yeah. benedict's on it um, and it's just a, such a good sequence because she's like, you know, why, why these children? And obviously he didn't do the donating himself, so he's just like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was just very impressed of what what's going on in that that you know organization, and you know, obviously uh-huh. the casino biz- business is doing very well, and it, so it's just a really right. funny conversation, and he's like all sympathetic, totally. and she feels so you know glad to have him on her show and uh-huh. everything, and like the guys are so just funny, watching dude. him on oprah with yeah. open mouths like what the hell <laughs> like this yeah. guy's really just doing this that's hilarious kind of thing too this is one of my favorite jokes in the movie uh it's a really good sequence uh and everything too so uh, i i do you know it's it's this movie's hard to watch uh because you do feel bad for the actual five diamond review guy because he's just getting tortured by yeah. by the oceans crew because their job is to make sure he doesn't get any accolades for this hotel that he put all his money in right right, right. so exactly. he's like okay well we're gonna give this five star uh, or five diamond award uh, review guy we're gonna give him hell and give him the worst experience food yeah. poisoning bed bugs horrible smell uh-huh. in his room blah 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 you know all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. so he'll give a bad review and eventually I'm guessing he uh-huh. does and so. Uh, it's tough to watch that, but it's it's good at the end, right? He gets the he gets the Susan B. Anthony at the airport, the eleven million dollars at the uh-huh. slot machine, which is which is yep, a nice yep. payoff too, because because they're like, oh man, in this one they guess they could 
really be bad guys they're just giving this guy hell you know right yeah he's having a real yeah, bad time but totally they, they do pay him off in the end 11 million dollars right so that's that's uh that's, that's kind of nice yeah very true <laughs> Good. Yeah. They get the good guy. They get the. They yeah. Got they, 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 he gets yeah, paid off. Dope. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure he uh-huh. kind of forgot about that horrible experience after winning that much money. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, he made a nice little uh, little buy there. So yeah. For sure. Awesome. Good job. Good job. Good on him for that. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think. I guess we can start wrapping it up here. We're going on for about an hour yeah, I now. Yeah. That's an app. Um. Obviously, we knew this was going to be a little bit longer doing a trilogy here. Yeah. Um. But I th- I'm pretty proud of us for keeping it this close. To I know. An hour I know. For talking in depth I know, about I think three movies. I could just go on and on for eleven. That's why. So I'm glad that yeah. we kind of moved on when we did. You you kept me grounded there because uh-huh. I would have gone on for five yeah, yeah. hours. <laughs> it's uh-huh. just yeah. That movie's sure. that movie's such fun and everything too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I like I said, I it's one of my favorite uh, franchises and series. I hope it keeps going with another Ocean's uh, Eight, you know, sequel to that or an and Ocean's you know, Fourteen or something. So the way they, yeah, yeah, that'd be the that'd be the Star Wars vacation if they right. went eight, nine, ten, and then now went on the other right, side of it, back 14, to 14, 14, 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, it's it is funny how it you can t- you know it's set up mm-hmm. for a sequel because there or there are two more numbers between eight and eleven so yes exactly well that's uh, that's why because soderbergh he, he helped produce eight and he's like well we put it there because you can have that kind of breathing room in between yeah. <laughs> 13 uh-huh. and eight and everything too so yeah so funny. and i like i said i really enjoyed oceans eight i hope they make another one of those and I'm, i gotta I'm check sure that one will. out yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm i'm glad to hear that it was good yeah, yeah, great cast, and you know they have a little throwbacks to the originals, and a few guy, a few of the guys, you know, coming cool. in here and there too, which is which is nice as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, Sick. I think it, it's overall just an enjoyable ride. Brad Pitt said in the beginning of the commentary, he's like, "This is the greatest film I've ever seen," which you know he could be joking about really? it, but yeah, I'm gonna take him, I'm gonna take yeah. him seriously. This yeah. is Brad Pitt. This is the best film Brad Pitt has ever seen. You heard it here. This first. is Brad Last Pitt's group. favorite film. <laughs> yeah. When he recorded funny, this dude. in 2001, where, you know, uh-huh. a lot of good movies had come <laughs> yeah. out by then. <laughs> or from, uh-huh. after that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, the, Eleven is definitely my favorite movie of all of them. It's my favorite movie ever. So, I I always have a kind of Dope, soft dude. soft spot for, for that one as, as yeah. well. Yeah. Where, where, do you, where do you kind of uh-huh. feel, like, obviously you think Eleven's the best. Where do you kind of feel like that is one of your favorites or in the middle or something? Um... I feel like I often talk about it like that. I really enjoy it. I think there were a few years there where I would say that this series was one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of fell off my radar for a while. Like you said, a lot of, a lot of good stuff's come out since this stuff. So, yeah. Um, you know, the other things have sort of taken my heart, but yeah. Uh, revisiting and really kind of diving into them. They're de- Yeah. They're definitely up there for me. I, I don't have a number for them, but uh, definitely some of my favorites for sure. Yeah, it's it's tough because you know, it's it's really hard to do more of these without Bernie Mac, obviously who passed away, and Carl Reiner who'd recently oh, passed Mac. away too. Like Carl oh, Reiner passed bummer. away this I year. Didn't mean to, yeah, yeah, so it's damn. It would be oh, pretty recently, yeah, right? Yeah, it was like ooh, end of June and July or something. End of June or end of yeah. July, it was like the 29th or something. Yeah, and, bummer, dude. And so yeah. Bernie Mac too. I I did mean to bring him. Yeah, up. He's, he's so he's good, good in the movies, uh, and you can hear the like show too. the crew Bernie just Mac loved show? him. Yeah, yeah, natural, natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. in that. I remember that show being really cool. Yeah, it was like yeah. a sitcom, but it felt like there was something really cool about it. I I can't really remember exactly how it was, but I remember enjoying that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was like well, shout out Bernie Mac. He was yeah, sh- big shout out, big shout out. Um, how do you how do you group together an ensemble like this? You know, 
you just have mm-hmm. uh, the rumors are true they had a good time on set you know they enjoyed each other's yeah. company it, it's like Dude, playing on so a fun. really good brotherhood style sports team right you're you just enjoy yeah. being around each other and having fun like they're uh-huh. they're you know on the off days they're going playing like brad pitt loved to play blackjack so he'll just go to Bellagio and play blackjack you know they played poker that's so funny brad pitt's good matt damon's pretty good george clooney's terrible according uh-huh. to brad pitt like he he's nice. a terrible <laughs> poker player who can't lie or you know, uh-huh. bluff or anything so it's it's that's, that's when you have such good chemistry and you can you can have this good ensemble of these big big time stars like a Bernie Mac, right. like a George Clooney, you know, coming together and making a really uh-huh. solid film. So, you know, as much as I'd love to see another one, I think it's, you know, you, it's, it's, you can't do it without Bernie Mac. You can't do it without Carl Reiner because they really brought yeah. this together in, in, in a really good, good way. Uh-huh. Too, yeah. So, I mean, it's totally. tough. It's tough that we, we've, you know, been uh, a lot of these uh, actors have passed and everything too. So, but it, it is good because we get to go back and watch these movies with that, you know, kind of uh-huh. in mind and see their their great work throughout these films. So, yeah, for I, sure, yeah, for it's sure. pretty good. Um, Dope. yeah, I think think that'll do it for this episode. I had a blast with this one. This is yeah, yeah just just good fun, fun watches. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we we are approaching the big two o. 20th episode coming yep. up and we're not going to see what we're doing for that one yet but it's going to be pretty fun it's going to be a big one um, yeah we got a good plan yeah we got a good plan set for that so i, I hope uh, you guys can stick around for this so you know feel free to subscribe uh download each each of these shows here and listen up catch up on the old uh-huh. ones too if you're a new listener we have some really good uh, uh older episodes yeah, in there some, as there's well. some solid some solid ones mm-hmm. in there for sure mm-hmm. and uh yeah yeah so i think um That'll do it. Uh, don't uh, mm-hmm. don't uh, forget to hit up Eric uh, on Tuesdays on the music podcast. Nobody's listening to this network. One family here. Yep. And also go check him out at Free Parking. One love. <laughs> go check him out at Free Parking. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> they have two locations now. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would like to stay employed. So um, that's, yeah, that's where it. you can find him there. All right. So with that said, um, thank you all for listening. Catch you guys in the next one. Oh, yeah. Thank you.